0: Tommy Frazier, how many tackles can one man break?
1: Now when I say uh, you say uh, uh. he's hit and got away. Man, woman and child did that put him in the aisle.
0: Uh, and when I say hey, you say
1: hi, hey. Taylor Martinez first down Taylor
0: And Abdullah still on his feet. Wester Westerkamp throws a block. Amir Abdullah all the way home. Touchdown, Nebraska. Let me clear my throat.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Scarlet and Cream podcast on HuskerKnowItAll.com. I think Wisconsin is scary. I didn't think that after LSU. I thought it was LSU, but after this last week. Is it
0: their defense or their quarterback?
1: It's their defense, I mean, mostly. Because their quarterback's last name is what kind of scares me a little bit. (laughs) The fact that their quarterback played as well as he did, though, it's like I just told you, we, we want the Big Ten teams to win, but not well. And they, granted, it was another Big Ten team, but. It was Michigan State. That game coming up is not that's looking more and more scary.
0: It's a good thing we got a week off
1: coming up here. Yeah. Also I can't help laugh at Michigan Penn State a little bit. Why is that? Just Penn State, like we I know you and I don't necessarily agree on this because you're like I don't know what people expect from Penn State but just to watch Penn State get trashed because here's the thing before Nebraska was in the Big 10 living in Iowa this was everybody noticed this about Penn State they would They're play terrible well even when they would be ranked at that time and they would play weak teams and they would win and often win big but every time they played a good team they would lose, yet they were still ranked high. Uh, so seeing this, what's happened, you can yeah, scholarships, whatever, but uh, so have you
0: been have you been through the scholarship crunch yourself? Have you dealt with that?
1: <laughs> no.
0: I'm guessing by your giggle that's a no, so it's a real life thing. Just, hey, why don't you go? ask clay helton in u s c and see what he thinks about the scholarship issue
1: i didn't I didn't say it wasn't an issue. I'm saying that they had problems before all that
0: so you could with a third less scholarships than everybody else still win. Is that what you're saying <laughs>
1: Yes, because if keep, you could... Keep, keep putting words in my mouth. If
0: you could, you could get any D1 job in America. You should yeah, be a millionaire keep, right keep, now.
1: Keep putting words in my mouth. We'll see how that works out. Amazing. No. They had problems before. They couldn't beat good teams before, and now they're getting boat raced by Michigan. It's, and they have how many, it seems how many like national titles have they won? Just dessert. How many what national titles have they won? It's the same story for Nebraska. How many what national titles have they won? We've won, we've won five, but... Lately,
0: you—if you go on the historical track record, okay—that's—that's that's what everybody goes by. Whether they that's say not what everybody what have you goes, done. That is not lately. what
1: everybody goes by. That might be what you go by, and then you say that's what everybody goes that's by. Such
0: a BS statement. <laughs>
1: that's not what everybody goes by.
0: You can't win not without in a conversation players. You like can't this. win
1: without players. I I totally understand that they couldn't win before when they had the players. Not in the big games. But the,
0: the proof is in the pudding. They did. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, not historical rec- history. Not but recent history, ha-
0: they have less scholarships.
1: No, before that recent history. When was the last time they won one before so, that? Hey, you when made this the la- statement. Wait, hold on. When was you their made national- this statement
0: this weekend. When was their last national? Your statement was, there's a lot more parody in college yeah, football now than there ever was.
1: I agree. Okay. When was their last national championship? I don't even
0: know. But if you ask some Penn State fan they, and you said, when was Nebraska's last national title, they would say, I don't know. Because they don't care.
1: Okay, but you're the one defending them. What I'm, you, no. might what I'm have, you might want to know what you're talking the about. The
0: historical record says that they've been good over time. But now they've lost scholarships and they They had very a good.
1: problem before they lost scholarships. That's my point. Nothing about to do historically or whatever. They had a problem before they lost until the Until you go through the fire. It, you, you keep talking about the scholarships. <laughs> they had a problem before the scholarships. What I'm okay, saying bring is, up the scholarships again.
0: Until you go through bring up it, the
1: scholarships again. you
0: don't understand.
1: They had a problem before the scholarships. You scholarship. fill out a
0: roster with a third-less scholarship. Pro- <laughs> All right.
1: You do it. We're obviously not going to get on the same page this. Are you happy with the Nebraska win at least? Kind of. or or do you wanna or do you wanna nitpick what happened on the third down in the third quarter with seven minutes to go what what happened i don't know, but oh oh so you should know what you're talking about <laughs> before you say it but, okay. a, but apparently there are plenty of people that love to do that but here's the here's what's i guess
0: any hypocrite can run a show
1: here's here's what's here's what's uh let's let's not get crazy here i mean we can you know we we can we can just stop i can make up stop too and run we can stop it here. No, but the big this is the Stop big the show. This is the big story, and I I don't even want to. I'll be honest. I don't even want to talk about it. I really don't. But I it's what I've, literally everybody's talking about. So
0: the timeouts at the end of the game.
1: No, has nothing to do with the game. Has to do with before the game. Can you guess what that might be? Oh yeah. Well,
0: whatever. I mean, that's why we have a constitution. Who gives a s?
1: Three players kneeled during the That's National That's their anthem.
0: prerogative, John.
1: National, hey, hold on. You don't even know what side I'm on. You don't even know what side I'm on. You don't. Three players. After the start
0: of the show, I actually don't care. I'm going to argue with you
1: anyway. Apparently you came <laughs> in with that on your mind. <laughs> but Michael Rose-Ivy, Tayshawn, Dayshawn Neal? Tayshawn Neal? Dayshaun Neal. And Mohammed Barry all right. kneeled during the National Anthem. Correct. Now I give the thing is I give Michael Rose-Ivy credit. He went to Riley before the day before and told him that he wanted to talk to the team about it and then he talked to the team and let them know that he was going to do it. Uh the other two apparently didn't. But <laughs> I don't know if you listened to Big Red overreaction after the game, but I I did not. There was uh I was working. Yeah, there was a
0: I finished watching the game at 2.30 this morning.
1: There was a. Because I'm dedicated. Your, your typical like. Dedicated. Hard nose. They should freaking stand for a national anthem. God damn it. Like that came on the show. And then the Facebook. Go to the Facebook to the Huskers Facebook page. And the last. This is why I'm even talking about it. The last post that they made for the game of the final score, like the first 50 or 60 comments are all about both sides of whether or not they should have stood for the national anthem. Well,
0: A, it's a passionate topic. So I I get that part of it, but we won. So, I mean, you were, you fought in Fallujah. Okay. Let's, let's. I did not fight in Fallujah. Let's be real for like 10 seconds. I did not fight in Fallujah. You were near.
1: I was. I was on the uh, what would have been the east side of Baghdad. Flouge is like on the west
0: to defend side. the flag. Is that how you felt?
1: Again, if you, okay, so if you want to get into if you want to get into this, no, I didn't. it doesn't
0: need to be a John Moore's diatribe.
1: I Just did make not it quick. fight. I did not join the military to for a flag. I, when I have military friends that when they'll post these videos of people burning the flag or stomping on the flag or doing all this stuff and they'll be up like throwing a hissy fit and I just have never been, I've never been on that bandwagon.
0: So what did you actually go over there for? Do you, do you know? Because I had to. (laughs) Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, but in the ultimate (laughs) schema thing, it's, it's for freedom of choice
1: no I agree I I think they should absolutely I don't disagree with you I absolutely think that they should be able to do what they're doing I just don't agree with the reason why that's the difference I I think you I think you have to separate the act from the reason why and I don't agree with the reason why I think it's not true the reason why but I 100% support their choice to do it choice to do it now but here's the thing here's the thing there also, over the weekend, was a catcher for the Seattle Mariners who had put, posted some stuff on Twitter about the, uh, the riots that were going on in what, North Carolina. And he had used some t- choice language. Now, some of what he said, if you want to inter- interpret it a certain way, if you, interp- you could interpret it to be racist if you want. Or you don't have to, but it wasn't explicitly, right? It, was, it was, would have to be interpreted. He used the word animals. So you would, have to, you would have to interpret that to mean that. He may or may not have, right? It wasn't something that was overt or explicit. So anyway, he got suspended for the rest of the season by the Mariners. Correct.
0: I remember this conversation. So
1: what I, what I wonder is how many of the people who adamantly support Colin Kaepernick and Michael Rose-Ivy and all these people kneeling for the national anthem also adamantly support his right to say what he wants to say on Twitter, right? Because those people, those are the same people who are most likely what he said are like, oh man, I'm glad the Mariners, they suspended them. They're a private company. They can do whatever they want. I get that. I'm glad they suspended him, etc. But had Colin Kaepernick been suspended by the NFL, would they have said, oh, well, they're a private company and can do whatever they want? I highly doubt it. So the only problem I have with people is consistency. Be consistent about the principle, whether you disagree or disagree about what was actually said. That's my problem. Are you done? You got can, something to say over can there?
0: Can I can I talk now? You
1: got so, Hey, you got something to say? Speak up.
0: Here's the deal.
1: You need a permission slip to raise your voice. I'm just,
0: hey, I, I want you to be able to make your point there, big guy. <laughs> I mean, you do have a beard, All you, right.
1: You do intimidate the, me. F- the floor, the floor is yours,
0: youngin. So, here's the thing: if somebody says what they want and they do what they want on Twitter, nine times out of ten, are they going to lose their paycheck?
1: Have you? I, I don't. Have you? You're a Twitter guy. I, I don't know that I can say what's going to happen nine t- times out of ten.
0: Most of the time, you go on Twitter and you speak your political view. You're not going to lose your paycheck. This guy's losing his paycheck. Oh, so I agree. either, either he went into into management and said, "Listen, I'm not backing down from what I said. I'm not issuing an apology." They said, "We're going to suspend you." He's losing all his paychecks to stand up for what he believes in. Correct.
1: Apparently. I- I don't know the details of exactly what he's losing, and if he well, if he's, to not talk to games, he's not playing games, he's not he's not getting paychecks. I yeah,
0: I mean, you have to play to to get okay. your paycheck. Okay. So then, yes, the rest of these people out there, you go put your paycheck on the line for what you're saying and what you believe in and what your philosophies are, and and we'll see how far that goes. Yeah.
1: No, that's the thing. There are a lot of people that were saying that, like Rose Ivy and all these guys, they shouldn't lose their, or they should be stripped of their scholarships. Come on. Stupid. That's what. But I also think it's stupid that the Seattle Mariners guy got suspended. I think both are stupid.
0: Well, so, so he probably drew a line in the sand, I'm assuming, but.
1: But he was forced to draw a line in the sand because the, co- the company said, take it back. Is anybody asking these guys to take it back? But did they
0: – so remember the Missouri thing we talked about last year? We said right, they weren't going to play. They said they weren't going to play. I said take their scholarships if you're not going to play. But Michael Rose-Ivy, from what I'm taking out of this situation as an outsider, didn't say I'm not going to play. He said this is what I want to do. And Riley said that's your right. Right. And he did – the conversation probably wasn't I'm not going to play if we, you don't let me do this. Because if you don't play, then yeah, take a no, scholarship. But but,
1: what I'm saying is is he didn't – so they knelt. And nobody's saying – nobody went to them and say, hey, you need to you need to not do that. Where in the Mariners situation, he wrote the tweet, and they likely went to him, like you said, and said, hey, you need to take that back. And he probably so, said, F you. Right. But they went to him and said something. Nobody's going to these guys and saying anything. That's the difference. It's not really that different
0: because – if they even if they went to him, so so I think he's so. He raised, Ivy didn't this, it would say be a, he didn't no, say no, no, anything no, no. to Riley beforehand, and Riley said, "You guys have to the stand." Same.
1: It would be the same, and he
0: me. said, "I'm not going to play if I can't stand. If that's, I can't kneel, it's not a play or not." That's the same situation. No, it would be the same. It's not if, the same
1: situation. It would though. be the same if Mike if Mike Riley or the UNL administration went to Michael Rose Ivy and said. You need to stand or we're going to take your scholarship. That's the
0: same as what is going on with the America. That would guy. be the same. That's what I'm saying. So quit arguing with me. <laughs> no, you
1: weren't. Yes. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a break. I'm going to have a conversation with Pat about remembering what he said 30 seconds before. You guys know i right. We'll, we're going to move on from all of this. Like, I want to address it, but... I don't want to spend the whole show on it. We're going to get into S-M-H. the Northwestern game. Hopefully, Pat has some actual slash I roll knowledgeable insights to share with us, and some of his coaching can come to bear here instead of him just popping off at the mouth. But we will see. I'm Stay start tuned. My own show. You're listening to Scarlet Cream Podcast on HuskerNovel.com. Hey Husker fans, John Morris here with the Scarlet and Cream podcast. So, Pat and I, this is the thing, Pat and I want to become one of your regular stops. I know if you're like me, if you're like Pat, in season, especially football, I'm sure it's the same way for a lot of you who are interested in other sports, but for for us, especially during the football season, we just can't get enough Husker news and information. I'm always reading articles and podcasts and listening to press conferences watching the analysis and so forth. I just can't get enough. And so we'd like to become a regular stop for you in your search for all things Huskers and Husker football. So in order to do that, I want to ask that you'll head on over to huskernowitall.com slash iTunes if you're on an Apple device, huskernowitall.com slash Android for your Android device, or huskernowitall.com slash SoundCloud for laptop, desktop, and it's actually on Android and iOS as well. Head on over to whichever one of those you prefer and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you'd leave us a review there, we'd appreciate that as well. And if you know anybody else who's just like us and can't get enough Husker content, if you'd share the show with them as well, we'd appreciate that. And again, make us a regular stop in your search for all things Husker information. We'd greatly appreciate that. We're going to do our best to both inform and entertain you. Pat will work on his comedy skills. I'll try and find the best news stories out there for you. And uh, again, hopefully do you proud. So again, be sure to subscribe. If you'd share, we'd appreciate that. And we'll get back into the episode. Welcome back to Scarlet and Cream Podcast on HuskerNoItAll.com. You're not in charge. We've officially got Pat back in 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 line here. I've forced him.
0: I'm calmer I've, than you. I,
1: can't, I went to him I'm calmer and told than him you are. he had to stand for the rest of the show. Otherwise, we weren't going to do the show. All right. All right, let's get into Nebraska I'm Northwestern. I'm cramping up. I'm going to give you the floor for about 15 seconds. What would you think of the game?
0: I've been on the floor the whole time. <laughs> so, listen, I got done. Listen, I so I had a photo booth last night at the homecoming, and if I never see a high school kid dab again, <laughs> it'll be too soon. I mean, come on, <laughs> kids. Stop with the dabbing.
1: Were they at least good at it? Do they have a good form? Well,
0: they, they've been practiced. I think they teach it in class now. <laughs> but here's the deal: so I got done watching the game at two thirty this morning. The great thing is BTN. You know they have the replay on there, right? Mm-hmm. No commercials. Hmm. It's it's amazing. I mean, it's just all football the I whole time. That about them?
1: And it, it's not like the cut up sixty minute deal. I wish they would put those replays on online to watch. That's more like mi- coaches' film.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I want to watch uh, the flow. I want to see all the decisions made. We—I ha- had a conversation with a guy about this today. I'm like, I-, I want to see all of it, minus the commercials. Everything else.
1: I wouldn't. I guess I'm saying I would like. I wouldn't mind having both. You know, so you can do that. Sure, or you can go through the 60 I'll, minute.
0: I didn't go back and watch the 60 minute replay today. I've the only thing I've seen is what I watched till 2:30 this morning. So,
1: uh, so are you, you going to get to your point though about what you thought of the game, or are you just going to talk about? What you watch? I'm
0: talking while I can talk because
1: <laughs> when you start talking, I'm just. It's an are we getting there? It's an endless
0: diatribe of are we getting there? Diarrhea mouth. Are, are we there yet? Okay. Are we there yet? So, I mean, thoughts on the game? Turnovers was a big key. It should have been a twenty point win plus, obviously. Yeah. Um, newbie and Ozigbo. I mean, it, newbies play. I mean, really, both plays they were trying to score, and so it's. Oh, well, zi- I thought it was. I oh, thought, Zigbo
1: wasn't. Did you hear what Mike Riley said about the newbie play?
0: Don't put the ball at risk.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. They somebody asked him and he said, "I absolutely have advice for him. Don't do it."
0: <laughs> right. He should have went out of bounds at the one. Yeah. As a player, Look, I get it. Yeah. You know, a player. He's trying to.
1: I mean, how many sixty-yard well, like touchdown runs
0: about. have you seen newbie make?
1: Yeah, it's like we've talked about the diff. One of the big differences this year with this team is the aggressiveness. So, I don't fault the aggressiveness, but passion. Yeah, you also have to be smart about your aggressiveness. Yeah.
0: So, they have a passion for the game. After both those fumbles and those two guys didn't come back in, you saw a noticeable difference in ball security.
1: Right. <laughs> the, but the really great thing is, after both of those, if I'm remembering correctly, after both of those things happened, the defense rose up and got stops. Right. Which was huge, well, because that could have snowballed.
0: I'm going to get to that later.
1: (laughs) You're not going to have later. It's going to be a monologue the rest of the show, bud.
0: You got anything else to say? I thought. I I mean, you just want to keep interrupting people.
1: I I tried to give you the floor. How about it? What else did you think of the game? So I
0: I thought the defensive backs. I mean, if you don't believe that our DBs are better. You're living in a dream world cuz I mean lockdown you is for real. Did you see the two plays that we picked off?
1: Yeah, the well, the second, yeah.
0: The second the first one was good. I mean, he 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 was in bad position, made a great play, bad throw. The second one? Yeah. He picked off an uh like a 12-year comeback. Yeah.
1: Now, well Mark Banker said he, in the interview after the game, he said he goes. I thought the ball on that on Kalu's pick was actually really well placed. It was a good play. Kalu just made an amazing play. So that's what I was going to say before you cut me off. <laughs> that's why I cut you. Do off. you know how
0: hard it is to pick off a comeback route? <laughs> I mean, because the whole point of that route is to sell a go route and then fall off and come back. Mm-hmm. And they and he threw that some bitch out low and outside. Yeah. That I mean that ball never gets picked off. It's either dropped or it's a first down. Yeah. Lockdown yeah, was, U is in full effect. Well,
1: and Aaron Williams, he he was saying that he was actually out of position He for a second. Well, he got he, beat, yeah. Yeah, but then he recovered. Yeah, he was fast enough to recover. I think on that one, the ball was, wasn't placed as well. Had the ball been placed better, I don't think it would have been a catch because he got the receiver got <laughs> nailed by Kyron Williams <laughs> yeah. afterwards. So I think it would have been a drop, but it wouldn't have been a pick had the ball been more well-placed. It's, so. it's
0: one of the things that Riley says all the time. It's like, it's not very good football. Or sometimes he says, that's good football. Mm-hmm. That is good football. Yeah, Guy over the top and guy crunching underneath, Yeah, that is good football.
1: But yeah, because he, he got beat on the play. He himself recovered, but he also had help that was there that was was going to make the play, which is, yeah, I mean, that's what and, you want. And
0: all you jackasses out there that want to sit and nitpick, hey, this guy's wide open here and this guy... You know what? The the one play we got gashed on, we didn't yeah.
1: we didn't play it correctly. Watch the linebackers on that play. We
0: did not we weren't even aligned right.
1: <laughs> all right. The, just watch the linebackers I, on that play. That's so, all you gotta do. I
0: mean Nate Gary, you, you say, well, Nate Gary He got watch cut. The he was outside force. <laughs> yeah. The linebacker should have made that play.
1: Watch the line. The play side linebacker in particular on that play. Go back and watch that because so, I was I wondered what was when we were watching the game. I'm like, what in the world happened on that? Like, really? And then I went back and watched it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I see what happened. And
0: like in in banker in afterwards, he said it doesn't all point to one guy. It's eleven guys, Mm -hmm. and and that's a great point. It's not just him. There's other guys that made mistakes and other things that should have happened on that play. It's not just one guy, and so that's the whole philosophy of this defense. If you watch. The one guy that didn't get in position that could have made it break one way or the other instead of a straight line to the end zone mm-hmm. was the issue. If that guy would have been in position, he could have made it break inside or outside, and we could have made the tackle. Yeah. So it's it's a team defense, and that's that's what he's preaching. And thirteen I, thirteen points.
1: That so, so that's the thing. If you look at the if you look at the stats, you'll see three three hundred eight total yards 251 passing 137 rushing the rushing yards really for what Northwestern wants to do it's not I mean I think we'd probably take that most games 251 passing especially 25 of 38 it's a fairly decent completion percentage but they only got 13 points and so at the end of the day you know, you, <laughs> that's, all that, what was that's all that matters. What was their and they th- got stops on sudden change, which was what huge. was their
0: third down conversion in their red zone percentage?
1: They were five of fourteen on third downs. I don't know what their red zone five of fourteen. Was. Do the math. Yeah. So it was like thirty five percent, just a little over thirty five. And red zone? I don't know what their red zone was. I don't have that here. Well, obviously it wasn't very good with thirteen points. So Yeah, the one touchdown well. Both touchdowns were not in the red zone. the The run was like a forty yard run, and then the pass was a long pass. Right. So neither one was in the red zone. So I don't know how many times they got in the red zone, but so my point <laughs> is zero percent. Everybody wants
0: to go and nitpick all the other stats that the the three that matter: turnovers, red zone percentage, third down percentage, or fourth down percentage, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. the third and long, fourth and long, they, they were 0 all for
1: two on fourth down.
0: So, so you would say five for fifteen on third or fourth down, five for sixteen, yeah, five for sixteen. Okay, that's where our improvement has been: turnovers, third and long, fourth and long, or fourth down, third down, fourth down, and red zone. That's on defense. That's where, and I'm I'm guessing if we go to offensive side, it's the same. It's the improvement is better on those two sides because we went. How about that third down call on? On the thirty-yard line, the first was it the first drive of the game? It was the first drive of the game, right? We went forward on fourth down yeah, on no the, right. our own thirty.
1: Oh yeah, that was.
0: <laughs> I was like, okay. I like this. I mean, Nebraska's never done that stuff. We've been so conservative for he, so long.
1: Oh, yeah, that and he. The thing was, is he had gone for a couple fourth downs early on in, I think, negative territory in the Oregon game too. Right. So he hasn't been afraid. But,
0: you know, keeping the ball and possessing the ball, thats a—I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah. And, I, and we got a great punter, so it's not that. That's not the issue. The issue is he's like, I'm trying to keep their offense off the field.
1: And they didn't score. They were another team. I don't think they scored in the fourth quarter again either.
0: We, Which we didn't. for I think this might be the first time this year. We were number one in the country for fourth quarter points.
1: Yeah, it's still... Uh, I'm looking at the stat here. It says as of September 24, so I assume it includes the n- Northwestern game. So we're still number one? Fifty. Well, I don't know. It, this is just the raw stat, but it's 57-6 to 6 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's... And what was our weakness last year? I know. <laughs> the, I mean... You're going to win a lot of games if you can go 57 to 6 in the fourth. You're going to have to really mess up in the first three. <laughs> yeah. So, if you can go. And the thing was, is you could see it in every game so far. Maybe not the Oregon game, but the other three games, it was dramatic. So, that's the, the difference deal. in running the ball. You the know, first, I saw between the fourth and the rest of the quarters.
0: Three plays and fumble. And then we fumbled on the one going. I'm like, we are way better than this team.
1: Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, you could see it. Night yeah. and day. I mean we like you could that, tell we yeah. were better. That that's always the case with them though. It's the thing about when you play Northwestern is are you gonna it's turnovers. Are you if you we ended up for the game being even for turn in the turnover margin. Correct. If you I, could do I was that, you're win. If you're gonna if you can do that, you can win the game. Eight
0: eight interceptions this year?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that was before this game. So that I mean, that's that's the thing
0: I'm so much impressed with. It's not, I mean, the O line and the D line is a lot better, but the defensive backfield is, I mean, is night and day different, dude.
1: Yeah, that's not the. <laughs> I mean, not the dumpster fire. Those was. guys are well, so,
0: so much better.
1: I mean, they're so good. Weren't we like over like nine, ten yards per pass last year, or something like that? Like some crazy number the opponent had on us for our past defense. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was really high. I'm but sure it was something ridiculous. Yeah, we're down around six this year, which I think is. But we have eight
0: picks. I don't know what the PBUs are, pass breakups, but I mean, those, you could only see up, it. They're in only so given much up better position. They're in so much better position wise. Yeah, they know like what they're doing. When now. a ball is thrown, I mean Nate Gary, that one that he knocked down on the sideline, going out of bounds. Well,
1: that's the thing you they, don't
0: ever see that.
1: Yeah, they their ball skills. I mean, this, again, this is something Banker has said a couple times this year. He keeps telling them that you don't win, you don't win at the bottom of the route. You win at the top of the route, right? Like you win by making a play on the ball when it at at the top of the route and. They are just night and day better who you, at that this year. So,
0: I have a favorite DB, by the way. Okay. Do you know who that is? I want uh, you to figure it out. Chiron? Two more guesses. <laughs> All
1: right. No, I'm not going to sit here and play the guessing game with you. <laughs> but uh, I do want to look at... How
0: many interviews have you watched of Chris Jones? Oh, I. you know what?
1: I haven't seen
0: as many of his. Dude, every time he has an interview, I watch it. Because he mm. is... He's humble, but confident, and you, like, I watch him, and I'm like, God, that is guy he, gets it.
1: Is he just a sophomore,
0: or is he? I don't know. I I should probably look, but like, Kyron's kind of got that uneasy, like, you know, and and um, Nate Gary, you know, he's he he's been there four years. Chris yeah. Jones is this like he's got year and a half kind
1: of. He's a junior, so he's got another year. That guy,
0: that guy, is going to be a draft pick. Yeah. He's freaking good.
1: Oh, uh, I think we're uh, by the time we get to some of these guys being seniors, we're going to have a decent amount of draft picks. There's just dudes on the
0: Well, Lamar
1: and Ky- How what what year's Kyron? Just yeah, just the defense as a whole. I mean, I, I holy smokes. I think Kyron Kyron is a junior as well. So what do you
0: you know, so they made a huge change in off-season with D-line coaches. Uh-huh. And every time I I see the defense improve and it seems like they're improving every game, I go back to that. I'm going to think Man, I wonder what it was like last year trying to get that all done.
1: Yeah. I the thing the thing about the D-line this year is I don't it's they they haven't necessarily played just phenomenal, but they've been it feels like they've been really really consistent.
0: They get a lot of pressure.
1: They they get steady pressure on the quarterback. They yeah, they they get there's some runs where they get, you know, they'll they'll get gashed a little bit, but Overall, they're I mean they're they're limiting yards. they I think the biggest difference is the like Bo always used to say, the leaky yardage. Is the yardage after the first contact because the person didn't that was actually one of the things in the Northwestern game that was a little concerning at first is Justin Jackson was getting some leaky yardage. He's a good runner. But yeah, I mean he's on right? he's on scholarship too. <laughs> but uh i was i was getting a little concerned but they cleaned it up pretty well uh as the game went on so I right. uh just the defense is just night and day different
0: so actually the okay so the db's i was really impressed with but tommy armstrong
1: 378 total yards no picks He's a got one pick for four pick. games. Right, that's
0: what I'm saying. Eight touchdowns, one pick, but no picks last week.
1: And he really didn't he doesn't, put, even, he doesn't. He doesn't even have to have a great throwing percentage. If he just doesn't throw picks, right? He can be at that 55, 60 percent because our defense is picks. good enough. Yeah, our defense can actually stop people every once in a while now.
0: And so he, and he threw one out of bounds. Now he, there was a couple that could have been picked off. Yeah. That, that
1: one that one, that was kind of he. The one would have been housed. Yeah. I would have been a pick six. What if? What if? But they weren't picked what off. What if they would have picked that one off? What if? What if Brian Re- Brandon Riley hadn't played? What if the
0: Oregon running back got What if Royce, got, had what if Royce Freeman
1: hadn't <laughs> got hurt? <laughs> Jackasses. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. I want to get into some Big 12 stuff because there's some other games in the rest of the Big 12 that were. Big what? Or Big 10. <laughs> We got 12 teams We're gonna get into the rest of the big 10 does the big
0: 12 exist
1: <laughs> they're, well they're the big 10
0: and you're a dumbass
1: <laughs> they need to add byu by the way anyway we're gonna get into that when we get back you're listening to scarlet Green 12. podcast on huskernodal.com hey be sure to check out our private facebook group at huskernodal.com slash facebook if you'd like to interact with us one-on-one ask questions give suggestions we notify you whenever we start the podcast so you can get your questions or comments in and we can try and get them on the show for you. So again, it's a private Facebook group. Just head on over to huskernowitall.com slash Facebook. Select the request to join button and we'll get you added into the group. Welcome back to Scarlet Cream Podcast, com. The first, okay, so you have to tell me where you're at with Wisconsin uh, They're They're looking more and more scary Each week
0: Well Notre Dame sucks this year
1: this. Yes can we officially say that Notre Dame is no good can we say that <laughs> Can we say that now They They just lost to Duke Is is Duke gonna have a winning record Is Duke, a, is Duke now really great Duke is back
0: Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Wisconsin Wow who saw that coming? Because if you did,
1: right I think some, into the show <laughs> yeah, I think and tell so. us,
0: and we're we're going to take a trip to Vegas.
1: I think some people may have thought that Wisconsin might win, but not like that.
0: And they made a quarterback switch after, what, two games, game and a half or yeah. whatever.
1: That was another thing that I, I was listening to somebody talk about. How, uh, I think it was the beat reporter for, up there yeah. talking about how – that not starting horny Brook the first game was probably planned even though they thought he was going to be the guy because it was lsu and so the other guy even though he wasn't as good had would have a little bit more experience he ended up not playing that well but they didn't want to just throw horny Brook into that game and lean on him to go win that game so so here's this isn't surprising what they've done there
0: here's my problem what big 10 school is going to lose a coach this year that could potentially hire less miles
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i the thing the thing about that firing cuz that would suck <laughs> the thing about that firing is i honestly uh, forget whether for a second whether you think it, it's justified whatever i it was re- the timing was really smart by lsu i mean that's a cunning That's a cunning person to do that. That's a recruiting fire. Right. That's to like all the hubbub that went down last year, all the backlash about firing less miles last year. Now, this year, at one and three, is anybody going to throw? Is anybody going to say anything? I mean, that's just a cunning, smart, strategic move. I promise you. Let's wait for him to hang himself. The
0: phone lines are on fire tonight to every recruit that (laughs) LSU has committed right now. Yeah,
1: who are they going to bring in? Did you go get like a – who's Houston's? Well, I'm sure
0: that's one of the first calls.
1: Even though – what, he's been there two years? He's been head coach two years? Is that a guy you go after? Shh. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but he ain't gonna leave the Houston area. Like, yeah. the average mileage from his campus is 32 miles for his team.
1: Is but is LSU all that much different? They have a. I yeah. assume Louisiana is yeah. a pretty good recruiting. No,
0: base. yeah, it's a good recruiting base, but they still. I mean, Houston is.
1: Well, yeah, that whole Baton Rouge t- and Houston, all of Texas. A,
0: little, a little different. <laughs> Did you see the post I put on? Uh, those no,
1: I don't listen to your Facebook posts. No, okay. I actually saw most of them. What, what Alan
0: Texas? Look at their.
1: Oh yeah, that's insane, right?
0: Okay, so why would
1: you leave Texas? Yeah, it, matter of fact, if you listen to this, if you're not in the Facebook group, go to huskernola.com/slash/facebook and check that out. It's actually, I'll give him credit. It's like the one post he's posted that's that's really. I I usually carry the. It's the actually Facebook nine group. out of ten. Usually. I carry the Facebook group normally, but this one, it's a picture of a high school stadium in Texas. Allen, Texas. And it looks it looks like a freaking college or pro stadium. How many <laughs> It's did, ridiculous. Did, is there like a compa- Did you get a capacity so, on that?
0: Yeah, I was sitting over at my neighbor's house and I'm like, what Charlie Strong gets fired at Texas? Less miles sitting on the bench.
1: Do you think I don't think they'll fire Charlie. That Strong. That would be a
0: great hire though.
1: I don't think they'll fire Charlie Strong. I do. I think it'd be a couple more years. They lost a cow, bro. Yeah, but they also, well, they beat Notre Dame. They're back. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame is awesome but, this year. But Wait, but, what was your, hey, hold on.
0: remember what you said at the beginning of the show? I, I That's what remember. you told me. I know. Can was, you even remember what you
1: said? Hey, <laughs> hey, have you ever heard of this thing called a joke? I'm not sure. Maybe the, <laughs> I think your drink might be spiked over there. Your
0: sense of humor.
1: <laughs> you don't
0: <laughs> joke on this show, though. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. So everything you say is dead serious 100% fact because it's on the internet. You know Okay, I'm going to Are move you from on.
1: France? I'm going to move on anyway. Um Bonjour. <laughs> the funny thing the, so the Iowa Rutgers game, I, the funniest thing of that whole game, it would have been funny <laughs> had they lost. It would have been I'd, awesome. The funniest thing of that whole game to me is had they lost that game, that would have been a worse loss than the NDSU. SU.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we talked about that.
1: Like and nobody would have, I don't think anybody would argue with that. Like, that's not even a controversial thing.
0: NDSU would beat, well, they're, dude, they're getting more votes than. Yeah, you were saying. Okay, that. so there's 125 teams in Division One or FBS or whatever. They've got like nine votes for the top 25.
1: <laughs> that's insane. All right. So there's, that's there's awesome. like eight
0: teams above them. So And that's,
1: here's the thing. I don't mind that they're like thirty fifth ranked in the country. Yeah,
0: so there's like a hundred other teams that they're ranked above FBS wise.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: well, they, they wouldn't be in bat an eye. history. Why not? But Rutgers is a, is an up and comer. Chris Ash is a good coach. Yeah, very good coach.
1: Two and two, up and coming. Now they actually looked a lot better in that game. I I don't. The, I didn't. Again, that was a game with Iowa. I watched the game and I'm like. I didn't feel like they played terrible. I felt the same way at NDSU. I didn't feel like Iowa played just dramatically horrible. They were just a good team, and Rutgers looked a heck of a lot better. And that that uh, younger quarterback they have, the the runner that they bring in, that number fourteen, yeah, look out for that guy in a couple years.
0: The funny thing is, is Chris Ash is a Drake, Des Moines City, Iowa guy. Mm-hmm. Then then Ames at Iowa State, then Wisconsin, then Ohio State, and then Rutgers. So he's a guy that Iowa potentially could have brought could've into got, the fold yeah. because he was in-state in Iowa. Yeah. Great coach. Uh,
1: I don't know. Did you catch any of the Minnesota-Colorado State game? Yeah, I watched, I watched a good chunk what did of it. You, what do you think of Minnesota? kind of. I don't know. I'm kind of up
0: and down there. It's their their quarterback play is the issue. Like he can't move, and he can throw a little. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play really good defense, which is gonna always give him a chance. So yeah. that's the thing with Minnesota. That and the weather in November yeah. is gonna
1: help them out a lot. Well, there. So this is the same thing I've always thought about all Big Ten teams. Some uh, I think it was Shane was saying the other day. Something about the Big Ten, their record in the non-conference after the whole non-conference, or whatever, was like the best. I didn't verify it, but it was like the best non-conference record of any of the conferences.
0: Colorado State's not terrible, by the way.
1: Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know.
0: They're not. They're 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 in good spot.
1: Yeah, I know. In in like past history, they've had. They've. I just don't know about this year, but um. When Shane told me that about the Big Ten, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not really surprised because of the Big Ten, the way the teams are built. It's it's big, big, burly offensive and defensive linemen. It's tough defense and being able to run the ball. Now, some do it out of spread, some do it out of the eye. But if you can, if that's your focus, you're gonna win a lot of games. You're gonna or you're gonna be in a lot of games." And it's going to come down to, can you win at the end of the game? Can you make the plays at the end of the game to win? So, and the Big Ten has, with all the money from BTN and so forth, I mean, the facility, Iowa just built like a $60 million facility. Uh, Minnesota, they've been upgrading all their facilities. I think Rutgers and both Purdue have done upgrades. So, the Big Ten has been really smart about not trying to make one or two teams be the standouts, but trying to create a thick conference where top to bottom every game you play. Oh, it's and kind I think of the there,
0: SEC model.
1: Well, and I, I was going to say the SEC has kind of always been known as that, but if if you look at the SC, this year at least, the SEC, and you look at the Big Ten, it feels like the Big Ten's doing a better job of it.
0: Well, yeah, if you go up the first four games of the year and you look at the record and the consistency and all those different things that go into it, yeah, I mean, the Big Ten is the cat's meow right now. I yeah. mean, everybody's looking well, at them going, hey, but here's the deal. They also said, hey, you cannot play any more FCS schools. Yeah, that's a big they, thing. They banned that. They went to a nine-game conference schedule, so there's a lot more interleague That'll life. be the standard. But how how much better is the West looking than the East right now? right. I mean, everybody went well, in saying yeah. the East is is thus the 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 side of the conference that matters.
1: Yeah. Well, just look at these games. Michigan just stomped Penn State. That's a well. I guess Michigan. Doesn't, I guess that doesn't count.
0: But, They're on the same
1: side. Yeah. But Wisconsin goes over and
0: meets, beats Michigan State.
1: Yeah. You you take arguably Michigan State, which is arguably one or two top two three on right. the East, and you take Wisconsin top two three on the West, and <laughs> they. He destroyed them. <laughs> and it was, that game was in East Lansing. That I was know. the crazy thing. I know. <laughs> so so, I,
0: I remember, I'm like, that's a home game for Michigan State. Yeah. But their quarterback, I don't see, I don't think their quarterback plays very good.
1: Uh, what's his, O'Connor?
0: Michigan State. I think that's one of the reasons they're struggling. That, and they lost their D coordinator to Pitt. Um, yeah. what, what is his name? Uh, Narduzzi, yeah. Narduzzi. Since then, their de- defensive has suffered, and Pitt obviously is very good. Yeah, the so, thing,
1: the the thing about Wisconsin, we're gonna, we're gonna see what Wisconsin is made of. I, I was. They're going through a gauntlet. Drop. Oh my God, their schedule is brutal, they, and we Michigan catch them St- at the tail end. I know Michigan State this week, or they had this week. Then they next week they go to Michigan. They have Ohio State after that. They have Iowa, and then they have us. <laughs> if they if they get to us and they're undefeated, uh, and we're that'll I mean that'll be a that'll a, be the game for the Big Ten.
0: No, that'll be a college game day game. Yeah,
1: that I mean. Because we we I think we jumped up to fifteen after beating Northwestern. Well, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of ranked teams that lost. Yeah, so a lot. And Wisconsin, well, here I'll pull up the. Uh...
0: They're going to be in the top ten, if not top five.
1: Yeah, I, I would think that they're pretty high up there as well. Let me pull this up, but yeah, Wisconsin's number eight. We're number fifteen. <laughs> When's the last time we've been ranked number fifteen? Oh, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> oh, the the Melvin Gordon year.
0: Correct, we were
1: ranked. <laughs> I literally right before we jumped on, a
0: year. I looked at I'm like we were ranked 15th until Melvin Gordon. Yeah. yeah, so then I was watching, I was watching the Chargers game today, and it was the third quarter. and Melvin Gordon had like 25 yards total. Yeah. I'm like, he can't run for 400 every game. Yeah,
1: no way. Yeah. So, we're let's see, we're 15, Wisconsin is eight. Michigan is 4 and Ohio State is 2. That's pretty uh, again, I guess if you went through the SEC you might find a bunch of them ranked as well, but yeah, if if both teams keep if Wisconsin keeps winning, if they they're undefeated going into that game, they'll be two. They damn they might be th- they might be one. If you beat Michigan, Ohio State and uh, again, I guess Iowa, but if you beat Michigan and Ohio State, you're going to be – I mean, that's a good where, – So where are they who playing? Who would have a better resume? Who has a is better it, resume now?
0: Is it Michigan? Where, where are they playing those games?
1: Uh, All three of those games, Michigan, Ohio State, and Iowa. Yeah, Michigan – they're playing at Michigan. They're home versus Ohio State, and they're playing at Iowa. So
0: two of those are away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. If you, if you get through those games, you'll be
0: – If and, they're one and three out of that schedule – they're going to be happy.
1: Yeah. If we and if we keep winning or one and two I should say. If we keep winning, we ought to be top 10 by then. If we keep winning. We got Illinois, we don't, we don't have to, and we're favored in all our games. A
0: bye week, Illinois then a bye week, Indiana, and then Wisconsin. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Uh, that's probably right. I, don't, I I don't I'm not I don't have in front of
1: me. But. Yeah. No, that's probably right. But yeah, if we keep winning, we'll be. I would imagine we'd be cracking, getting close to the top ten. Yeah, so we have Illinois by Indiana, then Purdue, and then Wisconsin.
0: Well, Purdue could sneak up on us.
1: So we got Illinois. Purdue at home though, right? Just we have we really the Northwestern was the really big that was the big roadblock, uh, in terms of Big Ten play just at the beginning of our
0: Indiana got beat by Wake Forest this right. weekend.
1: Indiana or Illinois. Indiana, Purdue. We're going to be heavy favorites in all those games. So there's a really good chance that we're going to go into Wisconsin undefeated and be a top-10 team so at that point.
0: So 7-0? Right, or 4-0. Yeah, it'd be 7-0. and
1: There's a really good chance that that game could be the game-day game. Epic. Yeah. Too bad it's at Remember Wisconsin. Remember that game last year? Too bad it's at Wisconsin. Remember
0: what we were Jump doing? Around. Jump Remember around. Remember what we were doing last year?
1: Oh, yeah, that game. Yeah, we tailgated right outside the stadium. That was awesome. I mean, it was a minute left in the game. We were going freaking nuts. Yeah, the TVs were like 15 seconds. Crowd goes crazy. And they were like, what happened? Yeah, it's like, something happened. What was it? <laughs> Although, the, the, you remember the field goal that Gaglianoni hit?
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: Yeah, Then we hit the, he hit the field goal, and we're like, oh! Well, we were – so. We, we, we were watching him getting ready to kick the field goal and we're like listening to the stadium because we knew if he missed it it'd be a big cheer and there was like no sound and then the ball snapped we're like oh he must have made it because there's no way the crowd would be going crazy by it now. was hilarious
0: because the TV to the east of us they would get it and like three seconds later then yeah. we would get it and <laughs> then and then the TV to the west of us they would get it three seconds later so yeah. it was like it was like oh Oh, ah. Dang it. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
1: (laughs) Let's see. What else is going on in the Big Ten here? Who sucks in the
0: Big Ten? That's what I want to know. Because, I mean, have we really talked about a team that's, like, completely terrible? I mean, even Purdue.
1: Besides Iowa? (laughs) (laughs) Because Iowa. I'm always good. That's the thing. There's certain teams. When I watch Big Ten games, non-conference games, I generally root for the Big Ten team because it helps the conference overall. But there are certain teams that they can lose every single game, and I don't care. Iowa happens to be one of those teams, so they can lose every single—
0: Fortunately, my friend, Kirk Ferentz, as long as he wins, was it seven games a year— He's there for another ten, buddy.
1: God, that guy. <laughs> I don't. It was funny. I was telling you this the other day, uh, it was a couple years ago, before they before they went on had their season last season, before they did the big sixty million dollar facility, all that, and everybody in over in Iowa was kind of getting restless about Ferentz, and they had. I think it was actually when they fired Polini when Eichhorst said. Uh, they had asked him, "Well, did the win over Iowa have any effect on the decision with Blaney?" <laughs> and he said, "Well, you know, we just have to be honest about where Iowa is right now as a program." And everybody that kind of came across as a shot at Iowa, although I don't think he really intended that way. But
0: uh, we're lucky to have Kirk Ferentz. Yeah.
1: So then every everybody and I was getting restless about Ferentz, and and the uh, AD over there started getting asked about it. Uh, about the comment or whatever. Barter. And he basically said the gist of what he said was, We're lucky to have Kurt Ferrets at Iowa. And man, did that get the natives restless. They got, S- man, that pissed them off. Do you know what really
0: like, grinds my gears about yesterday? Is so I watched all the interviews. I watched Banker and Langsdorf and Riley and some of the players. And one of the reporters asked um, Langsdorf. He's like, "Was there a moment last year where it kind of hit you?" And he was like, "We gotta, we gotta figure out how to run Tommy more." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you idiot! Like, and you of know? course Langsdorf. He was nice about it. I wouldn't have been nice about it. He was nice about it. He's like, "Well, you know, over the season we realized, and we had to study things and." I think at the UCLA game you saw the result of what we were looking at, and we studied it over the spring. And I would have said, "You're an idiot!" Like you think we weren't trying to do that stuff. Yeah, doesn't mean that we weren't trying. We just
1: we didn't have that in our playbook yet. Our guys weren't very good at yeah, what
0: we, we were trying to do.
1: We had to figure out what we wanted to run, what worked well for him. It takes some time to put that stuff together. But that doesn't mean that I don't know that I want to run him.
0: Right, and it's not necessarily that they didn't have it in place before we got here. It's just that maybe when we looked at it, we thought that's not sound schematically. That's my point is they went out and studied it to make sure that it was sound schematically. Because obviously if well, Tommy yeah, had they, his... But
1: they had never done a lot of that in their history. Right, but he
0: had his biggest rushing... Game of his career Saturday, hmm. yardage wise. Do you know Northwestern? Yes, hmm. 132 yards was the most he's ever ran for.
1: I didn't realize he ran that much
0: for at Nebraska. It was 13 carries for 132 yards.
1: Yeah, this year they've been they've been really good at quarterback runs. Just
0: because that Tommy did it before this staff got here doesn't mean that. They were doing it right beforehand. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's got to fit the scheme that you're running.
1: Right. Now. That's what I'm saying. They didn't come in and and go, okay, let's take Tim Beck's playbook. I mean, I don't think that's
0: That's but, my point. Yeah. Is that they've got to fit it into their playbook.
1: Yeah. And they hadn't done a lot of that in their history. So they had to start a looking learn. into it, researching it, learn it, yes and and then figure out then actually implement and figure out what worked, but they've got it down now. It it just it just
0: annoys me that people are like, well, how come you didn't do it before?
1: Hey, but what what are they gonna do uh, next year when they don't have Tommy? <laughs> Sling was, it, baby. That was another big red ovary. I thought Damon's head was gonna explode. <laughs> what if Rice Freeman didn't get hurt? <laughs> <laughs> I what, what, what gonna, did he say about that comment? I are, did. I missed what, all of it. What are they gonna do next year? I was working. He well, so he he was going back and forth with him on Twitter. I didn't jump over Twitter, but they're talking about it on the radio and uh gary sharp wouldn't let him talk about it <laughs> he just kept going i i can't even i just i'm not even gary sharp's like eh, eh, we're we're not gonna talk about that and i don't want to get into a twitter war is it on the greg roof. or gary <laughs> gary gary I, hey that's an easy one to get mixed up greg huh? and greg. Is a
0: greg sharp
1: 590 a.m <laughs> anywho speaking going back to uh your your terrible teams in the Big 10. Northwestern's actually the worst record-wise now cuz they're 1 and 3. Uh Illinois who we have next is 1 and 2. And it looks like Indiana, actually Indiana overall is 2 and 1. So Northwestern and Illinois are the only teams with a losing record overall. Penn State's 2 and 2 and Rutgers is 2 and 2. So, Northwestern, that was your worst team in the in the Big 10. So, we I mean honestly,
0: we should have won what probably 38 to 13.
1: That's I think th- my
0: I think my score for Northwestern was 13 by the way. I think I gave Nebraska 30 to 13 if I remember right.
1: See, that's the thing. That's frustrating for me. It was I was actually right. If you think about it, I thought we were going to slap Northwestern and we really did, we just made two bonehead plays. Right. And that it would have been thirty-eight <laughs> thirteen. I was watching the game going,
0: I was right. If you guys wouldn't have screwed it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Like I I just didn't feel like Northwestern had the I just didn't they didn't strike me as a typical Northwestern team.
0: That that turf was awful. Did you see it? Yeah. I mean, every time they showed a slow mo replay, just dirt flying up everywhere.
1: That yeah, and you saw guys. Banker said after the game that the guy said it didn't bother them or whatever, but you saw guys slipping and sliding. I saw it. There were a couple times I saw guys slide and miss tackles in the, in the middle of the or field. Or the
0: banking at the end of the end zones or on the side. Of...
1: I, I didn't even notice that. You didn't,
0: you didn't see Stanley Morgan like he was like trying to catch a pass and he kind of tripped and fell right into the bank. Oh, I, didn't, I must have missed oh, that one. That's the, it's, it's, you're not used to that elevation change. Like oh, on a yeah. football field, it's just flat.
1: Yeah, that would be annoying. It's like that.
0: Isn't there a baseball field that has a banked center field? Mm, I don't know. There I is. I know there is. It's like you're running, and then all of a sudden you get an elevation change. It's
1: it, it can oh, hurt. You know people. what? I think that might be who cares stadium. It's correct. Baseball. So who we cares, had this conversation
0: today. Should baseball shorten their season to August and, and they, have the World Series in August? You know what?
1: They should shorten their season to zero games. I'd be just fine. I agree. I'm not
0: a baseball guy I'd either.
1: care less about baseball. Baseball can be some other country's pastime because our pastime is football.
0: So soccer and baseball?
1: They can both go. <laughs>
0: you you want to build a wall?
1: <laughs> All right. Let's not do that. <laughs>
0: you know, I His eyes are turning red. And flames are shooting out of his <laughs> nostrils. I'm not, I'm not a wall guy. A JP wall guy. JP is a JP is his high school name. Is a political pundit. Hey,
1: here's here's the thing though. It it is. I think it, it is an interesting little uh, side note here. But go down to uh, El, El Paso, Texas, sometime, and go down. You can go down. There's a interstate that runs quite literally, right along the fence with Mexico. I mean, it's like a two or three foot shoulder and then there's fence. So you're quite literally driving right along the border between the United States and Mexico. And so you can see over to the other side. So you look over at the other side and then you look left and look over at our side. And you'll have a pretty clear idea of why there's so many people trying to come to this side of the fence. Is there
0: it, is there fires burning on the right side?
1: It's night and day.
0: Or the, the south side?
1: No, there's there's not fires, but it is... Li- you, you remember growing up, we had little lean-tos, just tin roof, little lean-tos. That's what most of the housing is right there. Seriously, tons and tons of people living in lean-tos on the one side of the fence. You look over to the other side of the fence... And that's where that's kind of the downtown district of El Paso, and it's skyscrapers, brand new, super nice. It's it, crazy. What is it?
0: Palm trees and unicorns and rainbows.
1: It's stark. The difference between the two. Come on, it's not that different. <laughs> go drive it. Come back and tell me that it's not that different. Donald Trump is not building a wall. So I, I, don't, I don't. I don't even care. So go big red. All right, we're gonna wrap it up there before. Uh, I think Pat has uh Evan's been a little too
0: rest in peace, Arnold Palmer,
1: oh yeah, just heard about that. that's pretty crazy. Maybe we'll get in that in the next episode. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Ba-da-da-da-da. I will get Pat back on track for next episode, and in the next episode, we John are is wrong. Get, we are going to get into looking ahead to Illinois, continuing the revenge tour. Huh, 2016 all right everybody thanks for listening lovey
0: smith coming to town
1: we'll talk to you next Don't time hey you want to become a regular listener of the show you can head on over to com slash itunes huskernowitall.com slash android or huskernowitall.com slash soundcloud in order to subscribe and make sure that you never miss an episode